This is Liberal Amazon, a podcast from Grupo Liberal. Hi everyone, I'm Ana Danin and I'm here again to talk about the Amazon region. With so many images that have shocked the world in the last few weeks, the subject of today's podcast could not be other. We will talk about the hunger of the indigenous people in the Amazon, especially the Yanomami people who live in the Brazilian state of Roraima. The recent news is a portrait of the lack of public policies, omissions, and the neglect of the native peoples of the Amazon. It's a situation that has worsened in recent years and culminated in a humanitarian crisis that killed at least 5,700 Yanomami children from 2019 to 2022. The connection between hunger and illegal mining may not be so clear to many, but we need to remember that the existence of indigenous people is inseparable from the ability to eat what they can hunt and fish. The elements used in illegal mining, ranging from mercury to calcic soda, contaminate rivers, fish, vegetation and fruits. The problem is aggravated by the escalation of violent conflicts with miners and land grabbers, which generates tension among indigenous people, the fear of coming across an armed criminal while looking for foods. This feeling of uncertainty prevents indigenous people from exploring the forest far beyond where they live, even if the surrounding area is contaminated. This is the treatment we have received since the first Europeans set foot in what was then so-called the New World, says Professor Almiris Machado, the first indigenous person to teach at the Federal University of Pará. Machado also highlights that the network support for the well-being of indigenous peoples has been dismantled in the last four years. This includes both the bodies responsible for combating environmental crimes, such as the Brazilian Institute for the Environment and Renewable Resources, and the Chico Mendes Institute for Biodiversity Conservation. Also the medical and food assistance directed at indigenous people through the Special Indigenous Health Secretariat. The latter is fundamental in the fight against malaria, a parasitic disease that has also spread among Brazilian indigenous people. Between 2014 and 2020, the number of cases increased 12 times, according to the Epidemiological Surveillance Information System. There are also other problems. Many indigenous people are recruited to work in the mines. Reports of sexual exploitation of indigenous people also enter into the equation. Professor Machado recalls that the miners use automatic weapons while the indigenous people can only defend themselves with a bow and arrow. Besides the emergence healthcare reactions, the government has determined the creation of a working group to elaborate within six days measures to combat illegal mining on indigenous lands. According to Machado, 
this shows that there is at least goodwill on the part of the new administration. Another problem is the organized crime networks, which are increasingly powerful in the region. The crisis was made explicit by the assassinations of the journalist Dom Phillips and the indigenous activist Bruno Pereira. Professor Ayala Colares Couto is a postdoctorate in geography and a researcher on crime and violence in the Amazon. He was in Roraima in 2022, where he observed a phenomenon he classifies as dependence on the state in what concerns mining and activities derived from it. In the last two years, the government of Roraima State has sanctioned at least two pro-mining laws, later declared unconstitutional by the Federal Supreme Court. One that authorized mining activities employing mercury, and another that prohibits the destruction of machinery seized in anti-environmental operations in the state. He says that the smuggling of wood and minerals, such as gold, cassiterite, and manganese, the illegal occupation of land for speculation purposes, and the emergency of militias in the areas of land disputes, claimed by indigenous people and quilombolas are structural problems in the Amazon. All these conflicts over the use of territories, with the negligence of the state in protecting and guaranteeing the rights of indigenous people, gave strength to a necropolitical project that promotes genocide and ecocide, that is, the death of ethnic groups and also of the nature. But this problem is not only from Roraima. The professor reminds that the Munduruku lands in the southeast of Pará have also been impacted by the activity of miners, who open exploration areas in the indigenous territories, expelling and driving away entire villages. The Guarani Kaiowa indigenous people in Mato Grosso do Sul a state outside the Amazon, have also been experiencing similar problems since the early 2000s. There, however, it is agribusiness that pushes indigenous people out of the villages, explains Professor Almiris Machado, a concern recently expressed in interviews with the Minister of Indigenous Peoples, Sonia Guajajara. Another problem is that many areas where the indigenous people live have not been demarcated yet, and mining and farming activities are spreading on these areas, and sometimes even already demarcated areas. In the Ituna Itata indigenous land alone, between the Pará municipalities of Altamira and Senador José Porfírio, for example, 94% of the territory overlaps with the registers of the Rural Environmental Registry, a self-declaratory and obligatory document that defines the spaces of private rural properties that should not exist on indigenous lands. 
Currently, more than 13,000 indigenous people are suffering from hunger and malnutrition due to illegal mining in five territories in Pará and the Amazonas, the two states with the largest land area in Brazil, the great distance in the Amazon, the shortage of transportation, and the large number of indigenous people dispersed in various villages and territories end up becoming logistical obstacles to guaranteeing the health of indigenous peoples. Even so, there are those who do not measure efforts to provide support and solidarity. The Citizenship Action Against Hunger, an entity that promotes food security through donations throughout Brazil, has been carrying out a task force since the Yanomami health crisis came to light. With the support of the Armed Forces, the action has already taken 17 tons of food to Roraima. Professor Almiris Machado hopes that all the suffering and pain recently registered and publicized will be transformed into indignation on the part of the citizens. According to him, to see indigenous people surviving despite so many attempts at extermination, is a reminder that, regardless of the size of the brutality against them, they resist. There is no Brazil without indigenous people, because they arrived here when everything was still nothing, he says. The indigenous professor reinforces that, in the last 523 years, the form of intimidation of native peoples has not changed. It has only receded at some points, been stronger at others, but is alive. But he is sure that not every non-indigenous Brazilian is in favor of it. And he concludes, I am very grateful for all the people who show solidarity. After all, we are all Brazilians, and we all have indigenous customs in our daily lives, from the names on the streets to the food we eat. It is part of our culture, and we always will be. And that's all for today. Are you interested in finding more about the STEM? So go to liberalamazon.com and read the whole news. Bye! You have been listening Liberal Amazon a podcast from Grupo Liberal.